want to get service, selection, and price so low. The record archive is the place to go.
right, it's episode 187 and happens to be November 14th. What a coincidence. Right? How did those two things line up? (laughs) We started off with two hardcore songs by the same band. It's a local band from Rochester that is new to me and I thank you. Indeed. Uh, They're called Who Decides and the first song was No Solution and then the second song was Less Talk. And that is off of the recently released Is Anybody Hearing This? And that is going to be released on vinyl. It's out digitally now. Uh, The vinyl release is available for pre-order from Head to Wall Records. Awesome. And that... I'm iffy about certain hardcore, like modern hardcore, like beatdown stuff. Mm -hmm. Not a big fan. Yeah, me neither. But that is like there's like elements of the old 80s hardcore with some modern elements in it it's i like that a lot good yes big fan i am happy that you are happy yes and then after that we heard abnormality with the song monarch omega from the album contaminating the hive mind and that was put out by our good friend barrett from severed records hi barrett i miss barrett we haven't seen him in a while i know Hope you're doing well, Barrett. Um, I have exciting news. Okay. It is National Pickle Day. It is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know I love me some pickles. You do. So, did you know that we consume a phenomenal 5,200,000 pickles each year in the United States? That's a lot of pickles. It's a lot of pickles. I account for one million of them. It's a lot of vinegar. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, (laughs) let's see. The popularity of the pickle dates back thousands of years to 2030 BC. At that time, traders imported cucumbers from India. Um, and those are the first people that preserved cucumbers and ate them as pickles. Wow. Mm -hmm. Cleopatra attributed her good looks to her diet of pickles. Huh. Even Julius Caesar craved the benefits of pickles. I didn't know pickles was considered a beauty food. No, me neither. Maybe that's why I'm so radiant. (laughs) (laughs) You should put, uh, you know how they put cucumber slices on the eyes? Oh, yeah, I should should do pickle slices. Yeah, do it with pickles. I don't don't think that's a good idea. No. I think you're steering me off into it. (laughs) You don't want vinegar in your eyes? No. Why not? I I don't think so. Um, so we had Metal Meltdown yeah, we did. last week. Before we go into that, I want to <clears> tell you, on this day... Oh, you have an on this day? I do. You should have spoke up. I have an on this day. Um, 1983, Michael Jackson's 14-minute film thriller debuts at the Metro Crest Theater in Los Angeles. And the short film went on to become MTV's most popular video of all time. That does not surprise me. Um, and there was a link to the top 100 videos of all time mm-hmm. on MTV. And sadly, there was nothing on there out of the 90s. It was all 80s and 90s. Like 2000 and on, there was not one video from the top 100. Nothing. Wow. I mean, I know they don't 
I it's think, like such an indication of how times have changed. Yeah. You know? Yep. It's weird. Yeah. So that's all I got. Uh, so Metal Meltdown was this past week. And it was fun. But we missed Seth. Yeah. Seth he had missed. to work. Mm-hmm. And we missed Stormy, who was out on tour with Deceased. Yep. yep. But it was fun. Mm-hmm. Moment of Truth played mm-hmm. with Brandon because Jay is serving yes. out of the country. Yep. It was a good time. It was good. Yeah. A lot of people showed up. Yeah. Yep. There's a little bit of um, a different crowd, too. Yeah. The hardcore bands always bring yeah. a different yeah. crowd. Yeah. Uh, I think um, I noticed that, too, like with. Uh, when like black metal bands come to town, yeah, there's usually a little bit of a different crowd. Yep, a little different. Yeah, but it's good to see. Yeah, new people out. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they brought metal melt down back, and it wasn't a flop. Like it's, me too. It's been pretty busy in there for mm-hmm. metal meltdown. Makes me happy. Yes. Yep. Yeah. All right. So this is kind of a fun story. Um. This next band, we're playing Doomsayer. Mm. Oh, yeah. You're probably thinking, oh, you played Doomsayer last week. <laughs> and that we did, yeah. but I tagged the wrong Doomsayer yeah. on Facebook. Yeah. And this Doomsayer, Ohio Doomsayer, yeah. spoke up and said, hey, thanks, but not me. So he sent me yeah. his music, and we really liked it. Yeah. So Fortunately, it's really good. Yeah, we're going to play Doomsayer from Ohio with the song Deadwater. Excellent. And then after that, we're going to hear some more black metal from Warham with the song Ancestral World. It's coming off of their live in studio album from 2021.
All right, so remember last week I told you about the mayor of Rufus, Oregon, that... Road rage. The road rage. Yeah. Attempted murder. Yep. Um, I told you I'd follow up on that story. Oh, you got an update? Sort of. Um, nothing major. Oh. But uh, he has pled not guilty. He was in court on Thursday and pled not guilty, and that's all there is so far. Oh. So, um, I love that you're following this story. Yeah. Yep. Um, <coughs> yeah. Reminds me of something else that you told me about recently, but I'm not going to talk about that on here. Um, so I had, I found speaking, some, Wait, yeah. speaking of road rage, yeah, uh, I want to talk about what happened to us today. Because <laughs> it really pissed me off. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to Target. So I'm already angry. Because I don't like Target. Mm. But, so you know when you pull into a parking lot, mm. normally the person pulling into the parking lot has the right-of-way, mm-hmm. so traffic isn't backed up in the street, right. and the people that are trying to get out have stop signs. Yeah. This woman tried to blow through her stop sign. Well, she did blow through it. Well, she stopped, because she, she knew I wasn't stopping, because yeah. I didn't have a stop sign. Yeah. And got mad at me and gave me double fingers. She gave you double fingers. And she was like 80. She wasn't that old. She's pretty old. I didn't Rude. Yeah, yeah. It was so uh, over the top that it was amusing, I thought. I know it made you mad, but I thought it was fine. Oh, man. (laughs) All right, anyways, I'm sorry. You were going to say something. That's all right. (laughs) I have an interesting story with a um, a musical element to it. Okay. This is... Um, the title of this is Patient Played Saxophone Through His Own Brain Surgery. Oh, you know what? I saw this. I didn't read it, though. You did? Yeah. Um, so this happened on October 10th um, in Rome. Apparently, uh, a 35-year-old patient underwent brain surgery while fully awake playing the saxophone. That says, a team of 10 surgeons kept the patient identified only as GZ awake for nine hours of surgery to allow them to navigate brain function while they worked to remove a brain tumor. Um, So they basically, I won't read the whole thing, but they had him play uh, was it a specific song or just anything a, a playlist it says a playlist that included the 1970 film love story theme and the Italian national anthem um, so they had to play this stuff and the doctors studied the music so they knew as they were working on him if he made mistakes or there was pauses or he was fucking up things that he knew well, they were going to assume that they were tampering with parts of his brain that they shouldn't. So they kind of used it as a guide. It's interesting, right? Yeah. Can you imagine like playing your bass during... (laughs) No. Brain surgery? No. (laughs) That's crazy. It is. It's an um it's interesting that they use that as as like a tool to yeah you know we're 
going to make a vegetable out of this guy yeah. by cutting the wrong shit. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Weird times. In other news, I know what I want for Christmas. Oh, boy. Have you heard of Oculus? Like the company. It's um like they make virtual reality devices. Okay. So the co-founder, a co-founder of the company has claimed to have made a virtual reality headset that can kill you. So if you lose the game, there's apparently explosive devices in... What? In the, above the forehead in this VR device. Is this a real thing? Yeah. He's written about it on his personal blog. Um, he writes that there's three embedded explosive charges planted above the forehead that can instantly destroy the brain of the user. Um, the lethal explosion is triggered by a narrow band photosensor that can detect when the screen flashes red at a specific frequency. So, um, I have a couple of thoughts on this. I have a couple of questions. Okay. You want to share your thoughts or my questions? Yeah, uh, how about my thoughts first and then okay. my questions. Okay, so, um, I think this is a really interesting PR stunt because when you search this, this is the shit that's coming up. Like, you search VR, virtual reality or Oculus, it's all this stuff, like headlines of this, uh-huh. which is right before Christmas, the buying times, you know what I mean? Yeah. This can't know. be real. I mean, he might have made it, but is he going to be able to legally sell it? Well, that was my first question. Is this even legal? It can't be legal. But it, it's interesting. Like, I don't know. Like, um, And how has he tested this? I know, I know. Like, would it, remember we talked about the, um, the death pods? Yes. Um, what, if, what if these could be used for, like, end-of-life situations? I mean, it's kind of... I, this is a little more gruesome, I think, than like someone peacefully going to sleep in a death pod. Like it's this. weird that you're bringing this up to me huh. right now after I just wrote in the blog about that kid in the Uber, the mm-hmm. Uber driver, mm-hmm. that all he did was play video games, mm. but he just wanted to die. Yeah. And I was like, are you okay? Like, should yeah. I call somebody? <laughs> and he's like, no, no, I'm not going to kill myself. I uh-huh. just, I don't want to live. Yeah. He was, he was pretty young to feel that. Well, I guess young people do feel that way. Yeah. Some, some do. Yeah. Well, like, he wasn't, yeah, he didn't seem, like, distraught. No. He was just like, I don't, I don't really like life. Yeah. Uh, anyway, sorry. It was uh, just weird timing. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is that my thoughts on this was, that is a really bad, it's an interesting strategy to get attention to the company. For sure. But it's a horrible business plan 
to kill your customers. <laughs> yeah, they're all one-time buyers. Yeah. It reminds me of like like the the whole satanic panic stuff in the PMRC where they would say like that these bands are trying to get their fans to kill themselves. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? I know. Why? No, they want you to buy their shit. Right. Their records, not yeah. fucking kill themselves. Right. <laughs> it makes no sense. <laughs> I don't know. Should we see what grandma thinks of this? Grandma might have an opinion. All right.
All right. That had nothing to do with upstate New York, <laughs> as our grandma pantries often do. Um, that was intestine ballism from Tokyo with the song A Night Appears from the Lake of Blood, which is coming off of the 2003 release Banquet in the Darkness. And I played that song to commemorate the first time ever vinyl release of the album by our fantastic Nameless Grave Records. Oh, cool. I don't know why I said R. <laughs> it's not R. It's not R. It's just, uh, <laughs> it's just a label that it's we appreciate. The... <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, okay, so you know how sometimes we like to talk about things that are just different in other countries, mm. different cultures, different yeah. holidays, different yeah. experiences? Yeah, we make fun of that stuff. No, we do not make fun of it. <laughs> Um, so I found this article about non-Americans are sharing their biggest what the fuck moments after visiting the U.S. Mm. So now we're kind of like, you know, flipping the script here. Okay. Um, asking complete strangers how other people are doing. Like when you pass them on the street, oh, hey, hey, how you doing? Yeah. People don't do that in other countries. <laughs> Um, the obsession with putting ranch or ketchup on everything. <laughs> yeah. um, let's see. There's so much water in your toilet toilet bowls, you could go for a swim in there. <laughs> Apparently, we have a lot of water in our. Huh. Uh, when I discovered Fruit Loops with marshmallows, I genuinely did not think it was possible to make Fruit Loops more unhealthy, but you guys did it. <laughs> Does it say who's saying this? No, they're just kind of like quotes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the size and distance between everything. It still shocks me that driving from New York City to Cleveland takes twice as long as it takes to drive across my whole home country. Mm-hmm. We've heard that before yeah. from touring bands that yeah. have never visited the States. They're yeah. like, why did it take me 18 hours to get through Florida? <laughs> yeah. 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 I think, I've, yeah, a lot of the foreign bands don't like touring the U.S. because of that. Yeah. Which is understandable. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got to cover... Yeah. That's a a lot of distance. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a lot of distance for 10 people showing up at your show. Yeah. (laughs) Just the general weird attitude about alcohol. I was carded to get into a bar in the U.S. when I was 29 years old. Meanwhile, I'd be drinking in pubs in England at 13 years old without having to show ID. (laughs) Yeah, try buying a lighter here. You'll get fucking... Carded. That's another thing that happened at Target. I got, I'm like, we didn't buy any booze. And she's like, it's for the lighters. I'm like, how old do you got to be to buy a fucking right? lighter? <laughs> I have uh, a white beard for Christ's sake. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I almost made a comment about your 17 year old beard, but I just left it alone. Um, Walmart is weird. I went to buy. I went in to buy a SIM card and got some groceries, but I also discovered that I could also buy pet fish, car parts, and shoes all in one building. Yep. Sounds like someone's envious. Learning that the extremely stereotypical accents you hear on comedy shows are actually real. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah. The fact that in Europe, we have never thought of the concept of a drive through restaurant like Sonic, that blew my mind. So mm. you know what Sonic is, right? Yeah. You kind of like drive up and... Yes. Yeah. I, yeah, I, there's a lot of things I assume they have everywhere, but I don't think they do. Yeah, I know. Um, free water at restaurants. Apparently, that is not a thing. You, you got to pay for water. Hmm. The portion sizes, <laughs> which does not surprise yeah, me. I, we've heard that before. A meal in a restaurant back home will usually leave you fairly full, but I felt as if I had to be rolled out of everywhere I ate <laughs> in the U.S. <laughs> Almost all the food in the U.S. tastes sweet, including bread. Um, grocery stores that stay open 24 hours per day so you have no excuse if you forgot to buy milk. In the Netherlands, it's common for markets to close at 6 p.m. and in many European countries, they don't even open on Sundays. Wow. Can you imagine that? No. Uh-uh. I think... Yeah, I don't know. I think, like, um, if that happened here... I think the like the competitive nature of business, like one business would be like, all right, I'm going to go till seven. Or, yeah, or we're going to open on Sunday. Yeah, and then they'd explode with business, and then other businesses would be like, oh, we're going to open on Sunday too. Then yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would never work here. Mm -mm. <clears throat> Not unless there were like laws put in place. Mm. Uh, the big gulp, gulp cups that contain a whole liter of soda and donuts for breakfast. I gain weight every time I go to America. <laughs> Roadside billboards scattered along the interstates in the South advertising things like Jesus, strippers, booze, and guns. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All within a 10-mile radius. <laughs> yeah. I know when I used to work out of state, like when I'd go, there, that, yes, I'd see that shit all over the yeah. place. Yeah. Uh, TV commercials for prescription drugs. It's a ridiculous concept that a patient should tell his doctor what medicine he should be prescribed, mm -hmm. all based off an by, advertisement by that medicine. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. always wondered about that. That's not legal in most other countries. I don't understand why it's even a thing. Yeah. Like, I never thought to go to my doctor and say, I want, I don't know, whatever they're advertising on TV. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's crazy, but it's good business for the pharmaceutical Is industry. Is it? I don't know. You don't know? What's the payoff there? What, what do you mean? They get their products sold? Do they? Yeah. Would you ever think to be like, oh, I got to talk to my doctor the next time I go in. Got to get on that medication. I don't. I mean, I don't like medications generally but i think other people see that and they i think that's a thing huh yeah i guess we're not do you think they put that age. much into advertising if it doesn't work no i don't know just doesn't seem very effective but I think maybe it's you're right very effective maybe <laughs> maybe not on us but even if it's subliminally i guess yeah um, I always thought the gap under the bathroom stall doors was a myth, but I hardly had privacy for the five days I was in the U.S. How do you go in the bathroom when someone can basically look you in the eye? 
So they're talking about like the gaps in the stall oh, yeah. doors yeah. that are ridiculously large hmm. for some reason. I don't have a lot of sympathy for that. Yeah, I know. Jello salad. It was hands down the weirdest thing I have ever eaten. <laughs> it's better than any salad with mayonnaise in it. The tennis. <laughs> The tennis ball-sized scoop of ice cream on top of a stack of pancakes I ordered that actually turned out to be butter. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. That, no, that's butter. The <laughs> scoop of ice cream. 24-7 breakfast at McDonald's. America is officially better than Europe. Processed cheese. There are so many delicious cheeses that are actual cheese. Why eat the great gross fake stuff? Mm -hmm. So I actually <clears throat> work with somebody from Spain mm -hmm. and she obviously loves her cheeses. Like mm -hmm. it's Spain. Mm -hmm. um, and she talks about that. Yeah. Like why eat fake cheese? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does melt nicely on a, on a hamburger. Becoming a cheeseburger. And a grilled cheese. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, let's see. Have the yellows. Heard, have you ever heard someone order a hamburger with cheese on it? No. I think I might do that next time I want a burger, though. <laughs> Can I have a hamburger with cheese? <laughs> yeah, do that. Uh, the yellow school buses. I couldn't believe they were actually a thing when I first went to the U.S., I'm just scrolling through. I think that's about it. Hmm. What were they expecting with a school bus? What was the weird part? The color? I don't know that school buses are a thing in no. other countries. Hmm. I could be wrong. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe. I mean, I guess they did touch on the distance of everything here. It's probably not... Not the same. Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I might just be completely off base. Mm. <laughs> I think maybe we should just play some music. <laughs> yeah. All I'm, right. I'm going to show you my solder while we listen to some oh, music. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> uh, first up, Demon Slot 666 from China with the song Vipers of the Night. And then after that, Rehabilitator. With the song, Man Against Man. And then we're going to listen to Admire the Grim. I like the name of that band. Yeah. They are from Finland, and we are going to be listening to the song Rogue 5 off of their album, Rogue 5, which is being released January 13th on Inverse Records. <laughs>
a music fact Mm, let's hear it on december 2nd 1984 motorhead played a show so loud that it actually cracked the ceiling of the variety theater in cleveland Mm, i never heard that the performance was estimated to have reached 130 decibels i don't know what that means is that i mean obviously it's loud that's loud um it says plaster began falling from the roof onto the crowd a maintenance man eventually had to throw the main electrical breaker to stop the show. <laughs> a plethora of noise complaints from nearby residents caused the venue to close. 
Good going, Motorhead. That's loud, but it's not Manowar loud. <laughs> How loud is Manowar? <laughs> That's like at least 131 decibels. Oh, <laughs> I got another music fact for you. Okay. The president of Indonesia is a huge metalhead and loves Metallica and Megadeth. Hmm. Um, there's a picture. Can't really show you, but. It's the president receiving a signed limited edition Metallica box set from the Prime Minister of Denmark. Huh. That's Lars' father, right? Prime <laughs> yeah. Minister of Denmark? Yeah. Um, apparently, Metallica was banned from entering Indonesia since the early 90s, and this president lifted that ban, and the band played there in 2013. Just full of those facts. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, <laughs> I think I we, know your mind is so blown. You just have nothing uh, to say. Well, it reminded me of something. What? That I thought of when we were watching Moment of Truth at Metal Meltdown at the Record Archive. Mm -hmm. I remember that Jim Callahan hates Overkill for some reason. I don't know why. I think it's the vocals. It might be the vocals. But I wanted to ask him if he would rather... If he has the choice. He has to play a show with Moment of Truth with the, the drum sounds from St. Anger or go to an Overkill concert. What would he choose? Oh. You should I, text him and ask him. Maybe I will. <laughs> I feel like the Overkill concert, because those drum sounds are, I don't know. No, I'm not a drummer, but... Not favorable? I'm not a fan of those. They sound like garbage cans. <laughs> not good garbage cans, either. Like, bad. <laughs> bad. Uh, like, dollar store garbage cans. <laughs> you know, not quality garbage cans. Yeah, maybe I'll ask them, randomly. Um... This is also completely random and unrelated, but we started watching The Vow mm -hmm. on HBO, mm -hmm. and that shit is trippy. Yeah. Uh, it happened here in New York, yeah. in Albany, yeah. and I told you I vaguely remember the guy being sentenced, mm -hmm. Keith. Mm -hmm. um, Keith Ramirez or something like that. Yeah. And I don't even remember what his sentence was, but I, I'm sure it's lengthy. But he ran like this, uh, what they consider to be a cult. Mm -hmm. um, and they branded women and mm -hmm. all kinds of weird shit was happening. We're not even for, through the first season. There's two full seasons and I heard there was a third season coming, mm -hmm. which is crazy. Yeah, that's it's definitely a good watch. Yeah. It's kind of long, but... Uh, uh, it pulls you in. Yeah. Um, I I remember thinking during it, at first, it felt a little cult-like in the beginning, but I was interested. And then when the sex stuff came up with the, like, the founder. Yeah. I thought, this guy put way too much, I mean, if this was just a ploy to get sex, this guy put way too much effort into 
designing this cult. Like I think it's more than just sex. It, it has to be. I think it's power, control. Yeah. I think it's a lot of things. Yeah. But the dangerous thing is if you... So they have these teachers and coaches mm -hmm. and they're guiding you through like this self-help journey, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Have like a higher realization and mm -hmm. have more control over your life and your mm -hmm. emotions and things that impact you and have ultimate joy. And when they talk, when you hear them talk about this stuff, a lot of it really <laughs> kind of does make sense. Mm -hmm. So it's like sensical stuff with completely nonsensical stuff. And I think that's really dangerous. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. it is a good watch. And um, when we were talking to Brian at Metal Meltdown, he suggested you watch, uh, what is it? Terrifier. Terrifier. Yeah. And you watched the first one and you really liked it. Yeah. Well, and now I have to sit through the second one. Yeah. I mean, you can Thanks, sleep through Brian. it. You can sleep through it like you did the first one. <laughs> no, it's like, it's the kind of, I mean, I like, I like quality horror movies. Yeah. But I also like real shitty ones too. Mm -hmm. Like the, uh, like the trauma style, Toxic Avengers type of thing. Where like, it could be over the top gory and gruesome, but they don't spend a ton of time making it look real. On graphics, yeah. 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 Um, so, the yeah, Terrifier was kind of like, if Terrifier was a trauma film, I would not be surprised, but it's not. It's made by somebody else. Yeah. But yeah, I enjoyed it. And uh, I laughed a lot through it. Good. Um, there's some great scenes. Yeah, I woke up in, in the middle of a couple of really bizarre scenes, and I was like, all right. Did you see where the, the clown was wearing a woman's breasts that he had cut off her? Nope. Sadly, I did not. That's a good part. Or there's a part where he kicks a, a head that he has decapitated, like a soccer ball. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, there's a bunch of good stuff. Well, good. I'm glad you're enjoying it. And I hear the second one's even better, so... I'm pretty thrilled to watch that. I can't wait to sleep through it. <laughs> <laughs> do you wanna do you wanna close it off with three more songs? You bet I do. And then we can watch Terrifier too. Can't wait. <laughs> Let's All blow right. this joint. Alright. First up is Romina with The Endless City off of the album Strata. And then we have a new release from Dope Scum from Tennessee with the song Folk Magic. And I got a little blurb from the band on what the song is about. Would you like to hear it? Yes. In the Appalachian Mountains, there's a long and storied tradition of folk magic that today is often referred to as granny magic or granny witchcraft. Passed down from generation to generation, folks of the mountains and foothills used religious texts, herbal medicine, and homemade remedies to treat their communities. Folk magic, although mostly instrumental, intends to pay homage to those granny witches in the past and the rich culture of the Appalachia. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. So enjoy. All right. And then closing it off is going to be Aeneon. <laughs> I may be saying that wrong. With the song Trauma Cultura. And this is coming off of the album Nemesine. 
which was released on October 7th by Agonia Records. Until next time. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Don't be an asshole. And may this ivory tusk root out the lice of the hair and the beard.
Thank you.